Audioversity, the voice of Reichman University. Film Fanatics. From the silver screen to your earphones. With Alan Azulay and Gal Balaban. It's about to get funky, funky. Like it's very, oh, the evil guys want, they want the war to start because they need money. Mm. Like really, that's the best you can come up with at this point? Welcome back to Film Fanatics, where we talk about the movies that have us obsessed, excited, and inspired. I am Alan. And I'm Gaul. This week, we're reviewing a new movie from Apple, Cha-Cha Real Smooth, and two movies we saw in the theater, Jurassic World Dominion and Lightyear. First of all, though, we have a lot of movie news to cover. Thunderbolt's movie in the MCU directed by Jake Schreier was not announced, but you know. Uh, it was posted in the in the trades last week. Um, what do you think about that? I talked about the Thunderbolts in the show before. I know that because they yeah. they started planting those seeds in Falcon and the Winter Soldier and uh, the Black Widow movie. Yeah, so I thought it was inevitable that they would do like Captain America 4, Captain America versus the Thunderbolts. But I guess it's two different things now. Who do you think the team will be? Uh, in the Thunderbolts, we know Julia Louis Dreyfus will be assembling the team. She'll be like the Amanda Waller, or the Nick Fury, exactly. Uh, but yeah, that Amanda Waller is actually a better comparison. Two that are pretty much confirmed to be there is the are the new Black Widow, uh, Florence Pugh, and the U.S. soldier, U.S. agent, U.S. agent. Baron Zemo has also been in the team in the in the comics. I think that's uh because I feel like he would just be great, and I just want to see him again. Yeah, so we'll have to see. And definitely some new villains as well. Yeah, for sure. They have to introduce some new people here. Even though Dempsey was already bloated as hell. Exactly. <laughs> There's not enough actors in Hollywood for Dempsey. <laughs> Todd Phillips has done his script for Joker 2. And apparently Lady Gaga is in talks to not only play Harley Quinn, but the whole movie is going to be a musical allegedly yes allegedly what's confirmed is that it is a musical but lady gaga has not yet been confirmed so i don't know if joaquin phoenix is even officially signed on but it's very much hinted because he was reading the script yeah picture on instagram yeah um this uh, movie's so unnecessary uh i agree with you I think again it could be fantastic the first one is amazing it could be but like and it has me intrigued that it is a musical that is very intriguing. Uh, just like the first one wasn't like a comic book movie. It was like a dark, greedy crime drama. I would not cast uh, Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. If we're doing this movie and having her sing, I mean, I guess I'm fine with that. But the fact that... No, it's kind of ridiculous, but I'd rather they make it a musical than make it a just another Joker too. Exactly. That's what I meant. <laughs> it's like something different. So apparently Julia Garner is playing Madonna in the Madonna biopic. Uh, Madonna is apparently producing this herself. Julia Garner is a good actress, so you know. Listen, when I heard who was in the running, and I heard that Julia Garner was in talks, I was like, make it her. Uh, Ozark is one of my favorite shows right now. Over Florence Pugh? Florence Pugh is pretty fantastic, too. Maybe just the looks. Oh, Florence Pugh is amazing. But hot off of Ozark, she's 
incredible in that show. Florence Pugh would have also been terrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just this is uh, gonna mentioning be, that she was yeah. in the running. This is going to be a pretty good movie, hopefully. Disney has brought back Guy Ritchie after hiring him to do Aladdin to direct the live-action Hercules movie. Not the the Dwayne Johnson one directed by Brett Ratner from 2014. Oh, that was trash. This, yeah. This is the like a live-action remake of the 1997 animation. Okay. Will, will you allow me to rent for a little bit? I thought you liked the live-action Aladdin. So I, I was love expecting you to be the, hyped about this. I love the live-action Aladdin. I don't think he's, he meshes very well with the Disney brand and like uh, the the more fantastic childlike wonderment of these franchises, if that makes any sense. Uh, and to be fair, I love the, the songs in that movie and the version of, of those songs. I'm going to be honest. I don't love like Hercules, the animated one is fine. it's one of my favorite ones i love hercules and uh, i love the songs in that movie so i really want to see it done right like i grew up watching it but it was never like mulan aladdin beauty and the beast lion king level yeah but it's right after that for me you know like it's the one that comes right after those classic ones i can go the distance i don't care how far somehow i'll be strong I don't know, man. I love this movie, and I, and I love Hades in this movie. I want oh, to see good. a perfect casting for Hades. Like I've heard uh, someone uh, saying Ben Mendelsohn. I think, I think that, that would was be me. fun. That was you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I saw it on Instagram. I think. I, yeah, I think that was me then. I, I think he'd be good because he's always a good villain. So Hades, you finally made it. How are things in the underworld? Well, they're just fine. You know, a little dark, a little gloomy, and as always, hey, full of dead people. What are you going to do? Join the celebration. Hey, love to, babe. But unlike you gods lounging about up here, I regrettably have a full-time gig that you, by the way, so charitably bestowed on me, Zeus. So, can't. Love to, but can't. Rachel Ziegler, who seems to be in a lot of things right now, she's also playing Snow White, speaking of uh disney live action remakes she's also gonna be lucy gray bear yeah in, in the i don't know how to say that in, uh, in the hunger games the ballot the hunger games the ballad of songbirds and snakes i still hate the title um <laughs> i'm indifferent to this i'm indifferent to this movie existing you have opinions i mean i think it's gonna be cool honestly here's what i'll say rachel ziegler is getting so many jobs and deservedly so. I think she's awesome. No, she's really good. And I don't have a problem with that. See, this is what I mentioned. Like, I don't really care much about the quality of Snow White. I'm just interested to see, like, her in that world. No, I've seen pictures. She looks so weird. She could be the next Jennifer Lawrence, in a way. Because she's getting all these big franchises. And maybe she'll win an Oscar soon. Uh, ben Affleck's finally directing another movie. Finally, I love him as a director. Go on. Yeah, so his last movie was in 2016, Live by Night, which I haven't seen because I heard it wasn't very good. I haven't seen it either. But 10 years ago, his movie Argo won Best Picture. And uh, now he's directing a movie about the executives from Nike who they made the deal with Michael Jordan to be their face, Air Jordan and everything. Uh, He's starring in the movie as long as... 
along with his bestie Matt Damon, uh, Jason Bateman, and the amazing Viola Davis. Yeah, everything about this sounds terrific. I mean, I'm all for more movies about basketball. I'm all for Ben Affleck directing more movies. I'll be there day one. Yeah, this uh, this is coming up. This is shaping up to be really good. Uh, like you said, the casting is amazing. I love Ben Affleck's directing. Have you also and seen The Town and Gone Baby Gone? Yes, I love The Town. The Town, the is, town is fantastic. Uh, so if you are like me and you are a Game of Thrones fan, you obviously have like a sour taste in your mouth. The one shining part of that was Jon Snow. And apparently there's a Jon Snow sequel coming to HBO with Kit Harington returning in the, his famous role. And I could not be more excited about this. Man, Jon Snow has always been my favorite character in the show. So like, I'm very glad to, to see him return. I haven't really seen much of GOT, but was also his conclusion not satisfying? Or yeah, it was, was very. It wasn't very satisfying, at least not oh. for me. So I guess that makes sense that they want to continue it to win the fans back. Yeah, and also his conclusion was very open-ended in the sense that you, this is very feasible. It's not like they're trying too hard, you know. Like his conclusion was basically he went off in an adventure. So I guess we'll see yeah. that adventure now. I'm always excited when I find a really great movie on a streaming service. And this is one that we both saw and we would like to review to get you all to see it. Cha-Cha Real Smooth, uh, directed by Cooper Rafe and starring Cooper Rafe as well. And Dakota Johnson and Leslie Mann. I can't believe college is over. You have a job now? Or? We're not allowed to talk about jobs at the Batman's party. So you either don't have a job or you have a bad job. How much does a party starter get paid, I wonder? I have a bad job, yeah. This movie won the Sundance Audience Award, uh, and everyone was really hyped to actually see it if you hadn't gone to Sundance, and now we've watched it. This movie's fantastic. It's so good. It's so small. I love small movies. You know that. Uh, smaller movies that are not, like, that insane. Like, you know, like, that. just take a little slice of life and, like, show it to us. And um, it's uh, It's great. Um, I I loved the I loved the directing style that he took. The script was really really cute and emotional, and just the right amount of dark and fucked up. Oh, uh, this movie's funny <laughs> as hell, by the way. This movie had me laughing more than like any movie or show that I've seen in a long time. This actor Cooper Rafe, he's just so good, and Dakota Johnson. I feel like I feel like she's done enough where she's not just the girl from Fifty Shades of Grey, like. We've seen her here and there and she's really social good network and bad times with El Royale, but I was never amazed by her. She here she's fantastic. Yeah, she, she, it like changed my mind about her as an actor. Yeah, she's really good. Like she delivers a quality performance here, like you said, alongside Cooper. Uh this guy is a menace. Also the girl is is really good. Um the actress who plays the autistic daughter Lola is Vanessa Berghart. And Cooper Rafe didn't make the same mistake as Sia. And actually cast a girl who's on the spectrum. She's really good. Uh, Leslie Mann is also fantastic. I've seen her come up in a lot of stuff. But never in anything where I just, like remembered her. And here she's actually really good. Uh, she actually did one of my favorite movies. Uh, Seventeen again. 
Oh, I've she's never seen that. So good in it, and she's so funny, and she she's like this. She's this earnest kind of funny, you know. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, uh, she's just sweet and funny, and you can always see how good of a mom she is in her roles, which is also pretty good. Like in in Seventeen again, she was also a mom, and um, she was just such a good mom. And like here too, like she has all her all her issues that like we all have, but like she doesn't let that get in the way of being like a good mom, and I I just love that. Fun fact, she also voices the mom slash owner of the the main bird in Rio. Uh, fun fact for really? you there. She, she's a professional mom. Oh, and she's the, the mom of the, the other family in the Croods too. I just remember I that. I told you, she's a professional mom. She's a professional mom. Also, I love the brotherhood in this movie. And I also love how they bond over just roasting their stepdad. Like, he doesn't really do much, and they're just like, oh yeah, Greg's a dick. Or, it's your job in life to make everything weird. They just, they just like to roast him a lot. Yeah, Brad Garrett did actually a great job as being like the deadpan, like, stepdad in this movie. Yeah, because he's not actually a bad guy. They just love roasting him. Exactly, and he just takes it, and he's like, you know, whatever, I get it, I'm not their dad. Like, they're... <laughs> but like, in the, like it's, it, gets, it gets them to a sweet moment in the end, so I like that. In the end, I think the takeaway of this movie is just like how much people can impact one another with with kindness and and generosity, and how, like you said, like nothing is black and white with people. Everyone's flawed, but the script never judges anyone in this movie. Exactly, everyone fucks up. Like a lot of people fuck up a lot in this movie, but like the lesson to take away is that that doesn't define you. Like you know, like everyone fucks up, but you can you can go away like a better person, and that that doesn't mean that you won't fuck up again. It just means that like you learned something, you know. And uh, that's I'll also good. never forget that um that Cooper Rafe sings. He screams "Wop" during <laughs> a bar mitzvah to a rabbi. No, no, yes. Is he your soulmate? Do you believe in soulmates? I think we all have a ton of soulmates. How many soulmates? For you, like four. How many do you have? Like 1,200. <laughs> uh, this movie also gave me great PTSD about trying to kiss girls at bar mitzvahs. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 13 year old Alan <laughs> trying try to kiss someone for the first time. Or Humble something. beginnings. Humble beginnings. <laughs> Pixar is back in the movie theaters. And I would say they're back with a bang, but the box office doesn't show that. Lightyear, what do you have to that say about that That surprised me. I enjoyed Lightyear a lot, actually. More than I thought, because when I heard about this, I was like, cash grab. Very but, much so. But it's actually a good movie. And I think because I'm a big sci-fi fan, space movie fan, I adored the animation in this movie, at least. Buzz Lightyear Mission Log. After a full year of being marooned on this planet, our first test flight is a go. Let's get everyone home. Good luck, Captain. We're counting on you! Roger that. It's not one of their best from a story perspective, but I was okay with what I got. Yeah, like, um, I was kind of expecting... Uh, like a Toy Story level production just because every single entry in the Toy Story uh, movies 
is like at least a 9 out of 10. For me, just holding any movie to the standards of Toy Story 3 is unfair. Because I Fair. absolutely love that Fair. movie. That's also my favorite Toy Story Yeah. Movie. Not to say it's a bad movie. Not at all. I liked it. It's a shame that they made some of the decisions they made. Like, uh, I feel like they could have incorporated the TV show a little bit more. I don't know if you ever saw. The, Maybe a little bit, but... The Space Rangers. It had some great, like, characters and stories that they could have incorporated here. They could have even put the same actors just doing those characters. And I feel like people would be a little bit more open to, to the movie. And, like, a little bit... It would make a little bit more sense in that, uh, in that way. Um... And also, I don't. I'm not gonna spoil the twist, but the twist is pretty bad. I didn't enjoy the twist at all. It was probably the low for this movie, but still, I. I but had other fun than with that, like other than those two little things, I had a lot of fun. I cried because, of course, I cried. It's a Pixar movie. Yeah, they have a really emotional moment. Thank you. I said, "Damn, Pixar!" Like next to you. Yeah, you were like, "I hate you, Pixar," <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, feels, up. brother, feels." <laughs> Chris Evans, fantastic in it. Chris, Chris Evans. Evans, that's it. Like, I there's mean, no there's no one that could have done a better job, I don't think, with this role. After a full year of being marooned, our first hyperspeed test flight is a go. Who are you talking to? Uh, no one. You were narrating again. I was not. Just doing the mission log. You do know no one ever listens to those. I know that. Narrating helps me focus. Kiki Palmer uh, is great. She's going to have a hell of a year. With Nope. Uh, she was actually pretty good in this movie. I would say that the best one in this movie, though, was Zuzo Aduba. Uh, okay. As her grandma. I don't know. She's the one that impacted me the most besides Chris Evans. She's great. I've, I've seen like a couple of things I know she was in Orange and the New Black. Yeah, and I love that show. Okay, so, so I, I haven't yeah. seen it. And she was amazing in that show. Like, definitely I know a breakout she won an star. Emmy for it. Yeah. But Taika was pretty good in this. It I was Taika. He was basically playing a space version of himself. Yeah, but like that's never not good. No, no, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for it. I'm not I'm not complaining I love about seeing it. Seeing like an animated human Taika Waititi with like like looking like him but animated. Yeah, but I think the, the MVP was Socks. Yeah, cat. Socks was pretty good. He was, he was so great. He's voiced by Peter Sohn, who's a He's worked on a lot of Pixar movies as yeah, a storyboard artist, director, even producer. Yeah, he's been there for a while, and he's uh, he plays a robotic cat. He's basically like the Baymax of the Buzz Lightyear universe. Uh, that was absolutely terrifying, and I regret having joined you. He's pretty good. He's like all the best lines are his in the movie for sure. That was utterly terrifying, and I regret having joined you. This was kind of like Interstellar for kids. <laughs> yeah. Star Trek action with Interstellar's rules. Exactly. And like all the space scenes for me were like the highlight. They looked so cool. It's weirdly real for something that's animated. And I loved it. Yeah. See, that's what I mean. Like this movie starting in my head is why do we need this? And then just like me at least wanting to see the animation and the tone be cool. I got that out of it. And I was happy. But I also was pleased by the voice cast and I actually thought there was some good themes. In a way, Buzz Lightyear and his themes kind of parallel Captain America's arc. So that was perfect for Chris Evans. Um all four of them are probably better than this, but you can't I think it's unfair to hold every movie, every Pixar movie to those standards. Even the lesser ones like I guess you could say Turning Red or 
or Luca or lower tier Pixar, but they're still great movies. So Pixar will give us some not masterpieces, don't, but don't still talk good shit movies. About, about Luca. Luca's my boy. Luca's still a great movie. <laughs> I know. I'm it's joking. just not. It's just not the next Inside Out. Oh, I think it's better, but whatever. I can provide sleep sounds if you like. I have several options. Summer night, ocean paradise, whale calls. No, no. White noise is fine. Very well. Good night, socks. Good night, Buzz. Are you excited to review Jurassic World Dominion? I know that's a very unpopular opinion, but I actually really liked the last one. That's um, our, that's one of our biggest disagreements, as if yeah. Fallen Kingdom was a good movie. Exactly. And uh, I was fairly upset watching this movie. Why do we never get an actual Jurassic World movie? Why is it always like a small place? You know, they had everything to make this movie amazing. It writes itself, right? You have the old gang, you have the new gang. Dinosaurs are free in the world. So, like, they can do anything, right? The whole movie could be like, how about like, um, they're trying to find this way of living together. Maybe they find out that they can't. Maybe they found out that they, they can. Whatever. The theme, the main themes of this movie should be, you know, the fate of the world. Should Could dinosaurs and humans coexist? Instead, it's locust DNA genetic modification. And it's like, yeah. where did yeah. this come from? I can't and do who genetic cares? modification anymore in these movies. We're racing toward the extinction of our species. We not only lack dominion over nature, we're subordinate to it. Uh, Campbell Scott, I hated his character. Uh, according to Alan, he looked like Tim Cook. Do you know what I found out later? Like yesterday, I found that out. What? He's actually a character from one of the Jurassic oh, yeah. Park movies. He's the guy who's just like, recast. Yeah, he was like... Um, Wayne Knight, who is the yeah. guy from Space Jam. He's like, guys, it's Dogson. See, nobody cares. And also, the dinosaurs just didn't feel like characters anymore because because it's not really revolving around them. It's not talking about can we coexist. That kind of just has to figure itself out in the background, in the in the news exposition. The, I hate the main that plot so is them having to shut down um, a human operation with DNA and whatever. But, like, the dinosaurs don't have anything to do with the objection except for one dinosaur they have to save. They just happen to run into dinosaurs and they chase them and then they escape. They just didn't feel like characters. It's weird, like you said, that then you said this to me after we got out. The 1993 version looks and feels so much better, even though CGI was different 30 years ago. Yeah. I think it's all about writing, right? I think this is more, maybe the worst written Jurassic movie we ever we ever got. I think the writers really phoned it in um, this time. Yeah, like uh, it's it's very surface level. It's very like uh, there's no there's no not a lot of substance to it. Like it's very oh the evil guys want they want the war to starve because they need money. Mm. Like really, that's the best you can come up with at this point. Such such a bloated movie. Like, you didn't need any of that. Just put... And you don't need, like, that much of a reason for everyone to be together. We're buying it. We we, we bought it. We bought it already. I, I got very frustrated by this movie. Don't, don't move. Bigger. 
Why do they always have to go bigger? Thanks for listening to our reviews, and we'll be back soon with some more exciting movie episodes. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Bye.